It means seeing your flaws, seeing your accepting flaws, them, accepting and realizing, and realizing I, can I can do better. So these are just a few thoughts to think about on this podcast. So welcome to Winning with Trevor. I appreciate your ears, your minds, and the time that you spend contemplating how you can be successful. And this is your host, Trevor W. Goodchild, with Winning with Trevor. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself. Thank you for taking the time to care about the direction that you are going as a person and as the person you're becoming. Because we are all in the process of becoming. So if you haven't already done it, you should go to trevorwgoodchild.com slash subscribe, enter your email, sign up, and get really cool, beautiful, amazing emails just once a week uh, on Tuesdays and join join the community. And if you haven't already downloaded the ebook, Anything is Possible, Super Powerful Information on How to Use Your Thoughts to Create Reality, you can do so at trevorwgoodchild.com slash anything is possible. And also, if you are a millennial like myself and you are struggling to make the best of your life and you really you really think you're you're capable of doing more than you are and you'd like some help with that, and you want a supportive community that celebrates your wins, that gives you valuable feedback, and shares in this journey of self-discovery, go ahead and go to facebook.com slash groups slash winning with Trevor, and send a request and join, and we'd love to, to join. Join you in your process and share our success stories as it's a thriving group that has a lot of really cool people in it. So we're going to go ahead and look back at the last podcast episode of the interdimensional matrix of life itself as an organism and how the fact that our own ability to realize the feedback loop that we create through our internal reactions to things, our opinions, our emotions, and the actions that follow and sync up with those creates really this relationship with life itself. It's quite incredible. Uh, I've been watching this happen for years, and I've managed to find a way to kind of tune and adjust things on an energetic level to live a better life. So I hope you found value in those thoughts in the past couple of podcasts. And I think today it's really important that we just do a quick recap of the four maxims for those tuning in for the first time. And then we're going to talk about motivation and why that's really important and some of the things that maybe people struggle with there and how to solve this. So the four maxims that we have is number one we have is success because success is something that we all strive for unconsciously or consciously and it is the current theme of the podcast. And So kind of what we discuss here is in the framework of how how to really be successful as a human being as someone that is in control of your own destiny and your own ability to harness your potential, which you can only do through the process of introspection and self-discovery and true honesty about how you really are to yourself, to others, when you're alone and no one's watching, how you really are. So that's important. And the second is happiness. What does happiness truly mean and how to achieve it? And the 
third maxim is personal responsibility because we have to take responsibility for our journey. We have to take responsibility for determining the outcome of our journey. And unless we take responsibility for ourselves, our feelings, our emotion, our direction in life, then we're basically saying to other people, to other circumstances, to other events, to rando shit that happens, go ahead, create my life for me. I'm just going to sit here and respond and react at the slightest drop of a hat without really living intentionally. When you live intentionally, it's not just a catchphrase that people say in yoga class after getting a freshly squeezed juice. It's really about the ability to determine for yourself. And you can say this is spiritual, psychological, humanist. It doesn't matter what label you apply. It really determines your own path if you decide for yourself to determine your own path. Sounds pretty obvious, doesn't it? But so much of the time we throw up our hands and we're like, ah, it's not my fault. It's all these other people and what they're doing. And, you know, the blame game begins. And this last, this can last an entire lifetime as people I've known have done, like my father. So it is what it is, but it is definitely changeable and it is up to you to take responsibility for how you feel. And it is up to you to take responsibility to do consistent daily actions to shape your perspective consciously instead of saying to life and to everything else, yeah, go ahead, shape who I am. I'm gonna sit in the back seat and just kind of pick up the pieces afterwards. Because unfortunately, that's what most people do. I know I did that when I was growing up as well. And it had to really shift. A lot of things had to happen. A lot of traumatic things had to happen. I had to kind of get pushed into a corner where it was like fight or flight. You have to make a decision on who you're going to be. Because that that is going to determine the whole life path after that. When you make a decision for deciding who who is that person that you call yourself. Who am I? I discussed this in my upcoming book, Notes from My Higher Self, uh, which is going to be released ideally sometime this year. Um, and, you know, look forward to reading that. You'll discover more about self-discovery in that. But we also have the last maxim, which is self-awareness. And self-awareness is kind of pivotal because without it, how are you really going to be aware of what you're doing to yourself that is self-destructive? How are you going to be aware of what you're doing for yourself that is actually augmenting your ability to access your potential to live the happiest life that you can? You know, how can we really get there? You know, how can we find happiness if we're chasing happiness, trying to find happiness? Sounds like a paradox, right? It's because it starts from within. It starts from within when we have that self-awareness of the emotions that we're feeling and how we're able to really take an active role and part in having healthy emotions on a consistent daily basis, which is up to us to choose what we nurture, what we dwell upon. And I think that's really important. And so today we're going to talk about motivation, uh, promises, integrity, trust, and the relationship between all of these and yourself and so the thing is is that I've been helping this this uh, this female entrepreneur she's pretty cool and she's just starting out and I've been helping her through some of the basics of starting a business and she's 
she's awesome. She's having some issues with self-doubt. She's having some issues doubting her own ability to actually succeed and really get motivated. And so I thought it was really important to let her know in a series of conversations that we've had that it's okay to have doubts. It's okay at first to feel like you can't achieve something because sometimes it seems overwhelming. It seems like there's a lot to take care of, especially when you're doing something like starting your own business. But this is just even daily motivation. Just getting up out of bed and being enthusiastic about your day. That alone is a struggle for a lot of people. You know, not everyone works at a job they love. Not everyone has all the options they, they want to have in the life that they're living. So being motivated is really important because that helps you leapfrog over those initial hurdles that is just about mindset. Because the fact is, is mindset is going to determine how you're able to cope and overcome things. And it's going to determine how motivated you are to achieve the goals that you have and really be proactive to take those steps that are necessary to get beyond a stagnant place where you're just in the same place. You're clinging to old ideas that maybe back in the day seemed relevant and maybe today some of those ideas really aren't and they don't work for you anymore but there's this kind of disconnect because you're still enamored and in love with this idea that you had from the past that you don't realize that there's a disconnection between what reality actually is right now and that maybe some of the old ideas really aren't panning out. Maybe they really aren't as effective as you thought, but it's the idea of the idea. It's the idea of something instead of the reality that people get attached to. And because they get attached to this, they get lost. And they're not actually doing something that is productive for themselves or their life anymore because they've romanticized some concept or idea that they had experienced when they were younger and then the present day reality is they really aren't happy sticking to old decisions just to justify having made them. And, you know, it's a trap. The thing is that we have to have that level of integrity that involves honest self-examination and really touching base with your own emotions and understanding you know am I really happy with what I'm doing right now and you can't really be motivated in life if you're living a lie or you're romanticizing an old idea that is no longer effective or functional for the life that you're living right now and it's divorced from reality because it's just a concept in your head you know it's it's easy to get obsessed with this because we want things to be perfect. We want things to be like they are in the movies, but sometimes it isn't like that. Sometimes when we're younger, we romanticize the idea of something so much, and maybe in that era, it was. It's just as great as we think it is. But you can't always go back and have the same experience later. It doesn't always work that way. And so we have to really live in the present moment and be honest with our introspection we have to be honest in our self-examination and self-discovery because that honesty is going to allow us to overcome some of those blah moments when we're trying to really get motivated but we're like ah i don't really feel like this is, is motivating me and maybe the reason why it's not motivating is because your compass points aren't aligned with what you're really best at which you're really drawn to intuitively instead of out of habit right it's the whole idea of breaking the habit of 
being attached to one idea, one life path, one life plan, one direction in life. You're so attached to this one stagnant way of living, you don't realize maybe there's actually something else that's better that truly does speak to myself, to who I am, and isn't just something that is anachronistic. Now, that's just one way of thinking about it. There is so much gray area in between. It's not all black and white. You know, the fact is is that sometimes you could be doing things and you're almost correct. You're almost all the way there. Maybe you're 80%. But then there's a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of disharmony there somewhere in there. And you're trying to get motivated, but you can't quite get as motivated as you want because of the fact that you still haven't closed or bridged those gaps. So being very attentive, looking at yourself, looking at the roles that you play in your life, looking at the different areas that you could perfect as far as what you can do to make your life better. Because the fact is, is that we all have little areas of ourselves that are rough around the edges. But we could probably smooth over by attention, loving care, by really attentively taking care of ourselves and looking to how we looking to where and how we can evolve those parts of ourselves. So that's something to really think about. I mean, even motivational speakers need motivating. I have moments when I have so much on my plate, I don't feel like doing any of it because I've overwhelmed myself and overburdened myself with too many things that I'm trying to accomplish all at once and then I don't feel like doing anything. It's like you study for an exam, you know, so much at some point it's overkill and you just feel like ah, I don't want to study anymore I want to give up because it's so much work I'm so overloaded I've been doing this it's boring it's repetitive I've already studied these flashcards and you just want to give up and so what you have to do is step outside those moments you have to really kind of take a second to reevaluate and ask yourself what are some of the reasons that you have for doing what you're doing why is it important to you and refocus, recenter on that, and maybe try a different approach to the same thing based on just the fact that if this really does mean something to you, if this really does mean that you want to, you know, pursue this path, it's because there's something there that's important to focus on. And redirecting your focus instead of just habitually trying to motivate yourself like ah, I should do this I know I, I'm doing this because I should I'm doing this because it's the plan and that that gets old reinvigorate yourself with your reason why reinvigorate yourself for what you're trying to accomplish by reestablishing why it's important specifically write it down look at this on, on a notebook and, and really try to feel it from your heart and so one thing also I want to cover for this podcast today on Thursday, May 9th, 2019, is promises. How important it is to keep promises. So promises are something that I think we have a kind of a blasé relationship with in American society at least. It's kind of like, you know, whatever, yeah, I tried, maybe I didn't, maybe I did keep this promise, you know, and then we get mad at other people for trying to hold us to our word if we're flaking on stuff, some people more than others, and sometimes there's a very L.A. vibe of, you know, well, I'm just 
doesn't really matter. I'm too cool to keep a promise. I'm just going to flake out. No disrespect to anyone in L.A. I'm sure there's plenty of people that are all about keeping those promises. But why is it valuable? One of the things that keeping a promise to another person does is it establishes personal integrity between yourself and that other person. And it really lets them know that they can trust you to keep your word. They can depend on you. They can count on you. Whether this is for a personal experience in your social circle, for getting together with a friend, or this is a commitment for your professional life, for business that you're taking care of. You know, you're not going to last very long in the business world if you become known for not following through. And the same is said for your personal life. Whether or not you're doing this a lot, or you have friends that really won't keep their promises, there's a ripple effect of that because you really need to be able to establish that you're a person of your word because when all the money is gone, when everything else is gone, what do we have? We have our personal integrity. We have our word. Our word is our bond. And making that something of a priority would really help you out. But there's also another dimension to this. It's being able to keep our promises that we make to ourselves. Because that is really, really fundamentally one of those cornerstones to making progress as a person that is becoming a better person. you got to be able to keep those promises you make yourself. Now, you don't want to go crazy and bitch yourself out and really come down on yourself too hard if you failed to keep a commitment or a promise for whatever reason, got stuck in traffic, you couldn't be there at this certain time, nothing like that. But life plan promises about the things that you're going to achieve, the goals that you want to, you know, actually reach and not just be a fantasy in your head. Not all this wishful thinking of, well, someday this will happen. Someday I'll do that. Fuck that. No. Man up. Woman up. Actually take, take steps to achieve the goals that are important to you. And you do this by keeping the promises that you've made to yourself. And here's the added dimension of that. When you keep promises that you make yourself, whether that's promises to eat right and exercise better, promises to finish a creative project, promises to go after a dream, promises to visit a country or a city that you would love to explore. It doesn't matter exactly what these promises are. Some of them are bigger, some of them are smaller, but the, the fact is, is you establish integrity with yourself. When you keep promises that you've made to yourself, it is just the same as if you've made a promise to another person in the sense that you establish trust. You establish a trusting relationship with yourself. And when you establish that trust with yourself, there is this kind of unspoken bond, this unspoken strength this inner strength of character when you're like, you know what, I said I was going to do this, and I did. You know, at the beginning of 2016, I said that I would go to Hawaii, the big island, by the end of 2017, and I did. I kept that promise. At the beginning of, you know, at the end, actually, sorry, of, of 2016, I said that by April of, you know, 2018... I would have the car that I really wanted. I kept that promise. I got the car that I really wanted, and I did it almost on the exact day that I said I would. 
I worked really hard to make this happen. A lot of things had to, you know, shift and change in my life for this to really be achievable. But the fact was is that the feeling of success after you keep a promise to yourself, whether that's a promise to achieve a goal or take care of something that you need to take care of or venture out of your comfort zone into something that's new and exciting and exploring different talents that you have that you haven't explored before. It's a really fulfilling feeling to be able to trust yourself. And in the aftermath of achieving that, even if it's a small thing, it's like I promise myself that once a month I will take a walk and read a book in a park. And you keep that promise. Something even as small as that, it adds a sense of fulfillment and wholeness to your life. A sense of completion. It, it soothes your soul and it connects gaps inside yourself to allow you to achieve more. Because it's all about having those small steps that lead to greater destinations. And when you keep those promises that you make yourself, you add to your personal integrity, you build up the trust that you have with yourself, and then you can start making bigger promises. You can start making bigger decisions, taking bigger leaps into the unknown of your own potential when you're discovering just just how successful can you be. And so it's really beautiful, and it's underemphasized, I believe, but being able to trust yourself and go go out and do more for yourself to improve the quality of your life by keeping the promises that you've made to yourself. It's a beautiful thing. So I just wanted to share that with you because I think that's truly important for the relationships you have with other people and that relationship you have with you. And so, listen, hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please subscribe to my newsletter at trevorwgoodchild.com slash subscribe. And you'll get fun stories and cool pictures and nice action guides and steps to help improve your life. All at the click of a button of just checking your email once a week on Tuesdays so you don't have to worry about doing the research yourself. Sometimes I'll send cool little videos. I've started a new series called Win With These Wednesdays where I do a neat little video with slides and some cool tips on how to live a better life. So you get those every now and then, and just really cool stuff. And if you haven't had a chance to, you should go ahead and download the ebook uh, Five Life Hacks at trevorwgoodchild.com slash the number five life hacks. And download that, put it to use in your life, see if you can help increase the happiness of your daily experiences and the efficiency in which you live your life. And if you are a millennial and you like to get the most out of your life, kind of access your hidden potential to be that superstar. You know, you could be, feel free to go to my Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash winning with Trevor. And it's called how to win relationships, be happy and succeed in life. All amazing things. Well, that wraps up another episode of Winning with Trevor. I hope the rest of your week and your weekend goes phenomenal. And remember, anything you want to achieve, you can do as long as you put your mind to it and believe in your own success. success. It means seeing your flaws, seeing your accepting flaws, them, accepting and realizing, and realizing I, I can do better. So these are just a few thoughts to think about. On this podcast, this is Winning with Trevor, signing off. Appreciate your ears, your minds, and the time that you spend contemplating how you can be successful.